Welcome to Monster Chats, presented by Monster VoIP, where we share the tools, methods, and best practices that business leaders use to build new connections, strengthen relationships, and impact sales and organizations of all shapes and sizes. If you have any questions that come up during today's episode, please text them to 424-378-6966. Please welcome the founder of Monster VoIP, your host, Colin Mitchell. All right. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking with Marcus Cargill of Cargill Fitness. I'm Colin Mitchell, the host of Monster Chats and the founder of Monster Voip. Uh, Ma- Marcus is a personal trainer for over the last 10 years. He helps people and communities who struggle with high blood pressure, cholesterol, and diabetes who want to improve their health and possibly eliminate medications by teaching them how to eat and eat move and live healthier. Marcus, welcome to Monster Chats. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Thank you for bringing me on. I appreciate it, Colin. Yeah, I was excited. I seen you getting, uh, I've been following your content on Instagram and uh, been loving the videos you've been doing with the, with the home workout stuff. And I figured there's tons of value that we can share with people. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy to get you on here. Um, Marcus was my trainer um, for a while when I was going to Equinox and um, always, always loved you as a person and, and thought that, you know, I think the big difference I always saw with Marcus is Marcus, you really care about the people, you know, Thank you. and, and, and it really shows. So, um, I wanted to get you on here and talk about some things that, you know, people can get a lot of value from. And one of the things that, um, before we dive in, so we're going to talk about, you know, home workouts, we're going to talk about clean eating, and then we're going to talk about how to be consistent with those things, which you're an expert in all those areas. Um, but before we dig in, just tell people your story, you know, like, you know, where did you grow up? Um, how did you get into fitness? Um, and kind of just what your, your path has been to now starting Cargill Fitness. Yes. Well, in short, uh, I grew up South Bay area, Gardena with the grass is greener, Gardena, California. Um, and it's a little bit, it's sort of in the ways, you know, if you have uh, uh, Hawthorne, Lawndale, Gardena, uh, uh, Hermosa Beach, Manhattan Beach, all in that same area. At any rate, uh, I grew up low confidence, low self-esteem, negative scarcity mindset, all of those things that mm. sort of um, can put you in a deep, deep hole. Mm. And so long story short, I would say that that was pretty much most of my life. And I had a revelation getting older um, where I started to get out the house a little bit more. I also had now looking back what I would call antisocial habits that I have to still work on to this day. So anyway, getting older, I started spending time with friends in high school. And from that, that got me to getting out the house more. That led to, you know, playing football in the streets which led to me being like, oh, okay, I, I like this. Let me start playing uh, football. And, you know, I actually joined the organized sport, started playing football in 11th grade. Uh, senior year, got most improved players, so I was at least able to improve because I sure did learn how to get hit a whole bunch of times at first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, learning about leverage and things of that nature. At any rate, uh, from there, it wasn't necessarily the football part that really changed, but the weight training portion that I really fell in love with. Mm-hmm. I think it, what resonated was it was one of the purest forms of activities 
where you get a direct result of how much effort you put in. Mm. So it wasn't as abstract where it's very tangible, so to speak. Like if you put in the work, you will get the result. And I was able to finally actually see what happens, how much work I put in. And I did that for the purpose of, you know, getting stronger and being able to uh, actually compete because I'm going in playing this, uh, playing this sport that guys have been playing since they were kids, mm. you know, we're up doing more music and arts and we can get into that another time. But uh, so from moving into the sport, I wanted to be competitive, started doing the weight training. And from there, I started to notice something. My chest started getting tight. And once I saw that, that made me stand a little taller, a little prouder. Mm. I started looking in the mirror a little bit more. <laughs> and in addition to that, this definitely helped a lot. Not only did the, the body change, but then I started to see the conversation with the ladies change and the reception. Mm. I'm like, oh, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. Say no more. So divine intervention. Now, I'm speaking externally. You know, I'm half joking, but on the other side, what really changed was on the inside. It allowed me to be more comfortable being uncomfortable because there is a bit of that when it comes to physical activity. It helped me embrace failure more because oftentimes the failure, such as life, is where a lot of the lessons, a lot of the growth comes from. So being able to experience all of those things, weight training was almost like church for me. There were so many messages about life that I was able to acquire and, you know, taking me from a depressive and, you know, I, I wouldn't say just let's just say a depressive, unhealthy, mentally unhealthy mindset. And it allowed me to improve the health of my mindset and it allowed me to strengthen my spirit. And from that experience, I reached a point where people would become more uh, curious as to what I've done because they started to see the result. And I wouldn't have answers necessarily. So that led me to wanting to be a more proactive reader and actually learning what it is I'm doing so I could have an answer when people would ask me. Eventually I learned like, oh, okay, you can actually make turn this into a career with enough people asking. So that's where the personal training came. But ultimately what the biggest change or the why as to why I still do it to this day, if I can get, if I can get one person to be able to get just a glimpse of that same change that I was able to experience, that transformation, you know, realizing that there is so much more good and you can change, you can truly change your life from the inside out. Uh, I, I, I'm satisfied. I die satisfied knowing that I was able to transform at least one life. And fortunately, I've been able to change hundreds, if not thousands of lives in that way. So, wow, that's that's an incredible story. So there's a lot of things that I, I, I get out of that. So by just starting to do a few things of just being physically active, it changed your mindset, it changed your whole lifestyle. People started to see you as a different person. Yes. And so and and you probably didn't weren't even expecting that when you first got started. Right. right. Um, and so it, now it all makes sense of why you care so much about the people, because you look at it from such a bigger perspective, not just like, hey, I'm trying to lose 20 pounds. You right. know, it's, hey, I want to help you, you know, get in the shape that you want to be in 
so that you can feel better about yourself, so that you can be more confident, so you can perform better personally, professionally on all levels. It's so much bigger than just losing the 10 or 20 pounds. Right. It's so much more to health and fitness than push-ups and sit-ups. That's part of the process, but there's so much to it. I had, I, I wouldn't have been able to fathom that I was going to acquire all of the growth that I did just from that physical fitness. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful moment that I'm still very much a soft point. Mm. I'll never what, forget. What, what are some of the biggest, um, like, you know, not just, you know, weight or fitness, but what are some of the biggest life transformations that you've seen in some of the people that you've worked with? Just give us like some, some examples if, if you can. Yes. Well, one person that comes to mind as far as a big life example, it was one person in particular who, um, long story short, sort of like a, a younger brother of mine. So shout out to Denzel. And Denzel was, um, he, let's just say, you know, he has some work to do. Uh, he always had a great character, charismatic. And, you know, one day he came up, he spoke on how he was really serious about making a change. Mm-hmm. And there were times, you know, sort of like the, the airplane, the first airplanes, it would get up and then it would sh- sh- up, mm-hmm. come back down. And finally, he went all in. He fully committed to making it a lifestyle. And long story short, Denzel lost 200 pounds. Wow. Excuse me, 100 pounds. Okay. And Still was incredible. Over- was, was over 200 pounds, lost 100 pounds. And from there, he pretty much every day, six, five to six, maybe even seven days a week, put a lot of time into his cardio, into his strength training. And I saw what it did for his mind and how much more confident it made him. And now he's doing his own various podcasts. So I have to get, he recently started, so I have to get back at that as far as getting some more information there. And you know, I see him into acting now. Uh, the stuff that I see him doing nowadays is so beautiful. And I would have never guessed that all of those things would have come from that. All right. So to be able to see things, it was truly amazing. So there's one other gentleman I work with, uh, Byron. Now, Byron, he's lost certainly over 200. Um, he was, I want to say... I don't want to put too much of his information out there because yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. how much he'd like to know, but we'll, we'll certainly say that, you know, definitely 200 pounds plus loss, uh, fully committed to eating better and to moving more and living healthier. Uh, I'm also a big proponent of therapy. So I speak to a lot of my clients about that well. So I have a lot of clients such as that who have gone on to move into therapy to continue to work on the inside. Oftentimes, I'm speaking to myself, and I say this to the audience mm-hmm. as well. The external or the outside is merely a reflection of the inside. Mm-hmm. I believe it, it's known as the law of correspondence, or at least I got that one from Brian Tracy. Uh, <laughs> oftentimes, the, out, the, the outer world is a reflection of the inner world. And so once you start moving these things, you'll realize a lot of times you're in a position to where 
you can truly make that change. It's just going to take some work. And sometimes, you know, you have to find what that catalyst is. But the only way to do that is you got to you got to try and you have to be uh, you have to almost embrace failure. You have to be mm-hmm. to do that. Oh, one last piece. I had one other client who went into this and again, had the ups and downs, bumps and bruises. And that often happens with most people. Many of the entrepreneurs out there listening know oftentimes you have to start a few businesses and fail before you finally find that one that shoots out and really takes over. At any rate, and it happens the same way from a health standpoint. So long story short, had another client where, you know, 50 pounds plus loss, they had an autoimmune condition. And Mm. for those don't know autoimmune conditions or diseases as they're called um it's where the body attacks its own cells so you're essentially fighting yourself you're hurting yourself you're harming it cause brain damage nerve damage and muscle and joint and tissue damage etc at any rate had her focus on a primarily plant-based diet um we were able to take her off various medications or at least reduce Uh, the dosages of many uh, uh, medications and sort of stop the progression of that condition just from shifting over to a more plant-based lifestyle, eating more fruits and vegetables, getting more nutrients so that the body had a little bit more of a support system, if you will. On top of that, of course, keeping the physical activity five to seven days a week. Again, later on, began to uh, consistently go towards therapy to Mm -hmm. help get right on top of that it's a great compliment to improving the body is improving your mind and has continued to this day to remain in a healthier lifestyle and i believe has dropped even more pounds since then maybe closer to 100 by now um mind is much sharper and you can see it in yeah. everything i brought up you can see it in their demeanor their demeanor is much more different they shine brighter if, if you could see it as an aura you can see that the aura is brighter it's much more radiant. Mm-hmm. People are able to actually smile. Their posture changes. The whole physiology of the body looks different. It's truly amazing. You know, taking that time to not only move, but also to more properly fuel yourself and then learning how to live better. Uh, mentioned in the bio, when it comes to living healthier, that's, you know, how do you create an environment that encourages you to be healthier? Yeah, absolutely. And the, so let's talk about that because right now, some people, a lot of people are still stuck at home or still, you know, a little not sure about going to the gym. Um, right, right. I think gyms are slowly starting to open up with uh, some limits and restrictions. And I don't think a lot of people are just kind of jumping to get back in that type of environment quite yet. So they're still at home trying, right. to, trying to stay fit. And you've been releasing a lot of free content for people and giving some examples, what are some like really simple tactical things that people can do consistently from home to stay in shape uh, while they're still at their house? So in regards to that, yes, I have a lot of free content. You can find that Facebook, Instagram, Cargill Fitness, C-A-R-G-I-L-L Fitness. And as far as uh, what could be done, if you have any weight equipment, great. But even if you don't, just body weight alone go so far the name of the game is physical activity you want to stay moving one things that i provide is expectations towards all my clients is your goal is consistency five days a week of physical activity 10 minutes minimum that small amount of time 
oftentimes helps to encourage people to not necessarily overwhelm themselves, but they can be consistent. Five times a week at 10 minutes is going to produce more results in the long run versus a sporadic three-hour workout once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it take you much further that way. At any rate, as far as what you could do at home, body weight exercises. Everyone knows about the classic push-up, sit-up situation. Um, as far as the videos that I send, I try to do things that are a little bit more unique than that. So I try to incorporate what we would call mobility exercises. These are oftentimes exercises where you actually have to twist and turn and rotate your body, you know, allowing your body to move and, and so that you're not just moving straight ahead mm -hmm. or straight down, but more three-dimensional movement so that you can develop a more fuller musculature. Um, so you what, are, might, what, are, what are some of those crazy things you used to have me do with the kettlebells? <laughs> what were those called? They had a... Uh, they had some a few different names for those workouts. What were they? Well, it sounds like we might be talking about the Turkish get-up. Oh, yeah. that That is brutal. If you don't know <laughs> what the Turkish get-up is, go ahead and Google that. Oh, yeah. Um, that'll, keep you, that'll keep you fit. That will keep you fit. <laughs> Turkish get-ups five days a week for 10 minutes. You, you would notice some incredible change. And that's one of those moves where you're working the whole body, you're going through lots of twists and turns, bends, and all types of you know, things like that are great because you're helping to, you know, imagine like when you go, for those who like go to college or, or put a lot of time into self-education, it's great to know a lot about, you know, a little bit about everything. It's great to know a little bit about everything so that you have a more well-rounded education. When it comes to your physical education, how you move, you want that same thing. You want to be well-rounded. You want to be able to move mm -hmm. forward back side to side, twist and turn, up and down, so forth and so on. So broaden your physical education the same way you would educate yourself broadly uh, mentally, you know, so that way you're more prepared for movement. You can also reduce your injury that way. And the likelihood that you're going to be consistent and you're going to have more variety so that you don't get bored. Mm. Is going That's a big help. one. That's a big yeah. one. Because if you're just doing push-ups and sit-ups every day, you're going right. to, it's going to be hard to be consistent. Absolutely. Push-ups and sit-ups are going to get real boring after a while. <laughs> Variety is the spice of life, they say. So it's a great way, you know, adding in those twists and turns, that variety is a great way to keep you active. It's one of the things that actually helps you with consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and then, so listen, I know you're, you're, you're very well-rounded in your, your uh, you know, education around um, eating healthy as well and clean. and. What are, what are some just, you know, tactical tips of, you know, get rid of, cut out this. And I mean, I think you mentioned it, right? More fruits and vegetables, obviously that's the obvious, but what are some common mistakes, pitfalls that people, you know, walls that people tend to run into around eating clean? <laughs> I think the walls are oftentimes paralysis by analysis. There are so many when it comes to diet and exercise, you know, if you do a Google search, you'll get billions of different diets and things to try, what foods help you with this, what types of exercises you should do. And so it becomes overwhelming. You're, you're overstimulated, if you will. And so you end up so stimulated that you end up not making any moves at all. So one thing I would say is find three to five max excuse me, of things that resonate with you, choose two and focus on those two. 
five, find three to five things that resonate with you. Choose two and just focus on those for a good amount of time. You know what I mean? Oftentimes, if you can focus on those things for a few, uh, for, for a couple months, two or three months. And would you mean like, you know, if it's like calories or no sugar or keto, like things like that, like find, you know, two of them that maybe fit your lifestyle or your liking and kind of just stick with those for a while. Precisely. So I believe like for yourself, for example, I think you mentioned how intermittent fasting oftentimes help you cut out the nighttime snacking and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The, the nighttime that, snacking is my pitfall. I like to yeah. munch on something salty when I'm watching TV and right. it's just like to mindlessly eat even though I'm not hungry. Well, peanut um, pretzels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretzels <laughs> or chips or uh, right, lately it's... Uh, it's been the uh, veggie chips from Whole Foods, uh, <laughs> uh, which is which is much better than the sublime cookie sandwiches from Trader Joe's. So, <laughs> so um, it's a better alternative. But yeah, intermittent fasting has helped me because um, once I start the clock, it's like that's it, can't eat, and uh, that's really helped me curb the snacking and and I hit walls and go back and reset and um, so. But, but it has helped big time. And uh, for me, during the COVID, I was telling you before we hopped on, you know, I actually dropped like 15 plus pounds just from not eating out because my wife cooks a lot. Um, so typically on the weekend, try to give her a little bit of a break. And that means going out to dinner with the kids and with the wife. Um, and typically when I go out, it's eating less healthier foods. Um, it's eating more larger portions. It's, uh, you know, things like that. So just by being home and not being able to go to restaurants is like, it, it was a real eye opener of um, what a big difference of eating clean and only eating home cooked meals made a big difference. That is so powerful. So those were two strategies or habits. Now it may have happened haphazardly, but now moving forward, you can utilize that knowledge consciously and proactively. Intermittent fasting allows me to stave the late night snacking and the not eating out as much, or maybe you put a particular time limit on that, or, you know, you do it to once a month or twice a month versus every weekend, something like that. Yeah. And those two changes, you were able to notice some great change. 15 pounds, that's incredible. It's about well, even, even just the self-awareness that eating out means I'm going to gain more weight. <laughs> just being aware <laughs> of that is like, I don't know if I want to go out as much. There you go. You know, so now you're you're weighing out the options so that you can approach the outcome that you truly want, that you mm -hmm. truly desire. That's that's a beautiful way of thinking about it. And even when it comes to exercise, you know, there are so many modalities of movement and physical activity. Some people prefer to go outdoors. Do it. Go on your hikes. Go swim in the ocean. Go surfing, you know, but definitely make an effort to be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. And create an environment, you know, keep your gym clothes next to you, keep your, uh, your running shoes in the, you know, in, the, in your trunk, ride your bike to work. What things can you do to add that physical activity into your life and allow it to be an actual lifestyle? This isn't, don't, don't treat it as something that you, you know, like it's in style or a trend, treat it as a lifestyle and yeah. you, you do it until you die, basically. Yeah. Is what say. Yeah. You know? And so what I hear you saying is like, the consistency part is so important um, yes. that you really want to, whether it's your physical activity or your eating habits, you want to do things that 
you enjoy, right? So if you enjoy eating certain types of foods, then, then, then create your program around that. If you create certain type of activities, create your program around that because it's going to be much more sustainable long-term. That's right. That is ultimately such as life. You know, anything that you do consistently, whether it be good or bad, uh, it gets better and it will get stronger. So, you know, our goal in this life, the negativity is far too easy to come across and encounter and experience. We have to constantly work on ourselves and put in that work to create as, as many positive experiences as we can. One other note I would add to that is you want to think, look at your health and fitness with abundance mindset. Think about what things you can add into your diet and, and activity regimen versus what you necessarily take away. Yes, there may be some that out, but imagine if you thought about, instead of always thinking about what you had to take away out of your life, think about what things you can add on. Instead of thinking about what you're going to take away, you say, okay, well, this, I'm going to add more fruits for breakfast or fruits and vegetables for my each meal that I have. I'm going to work on filling myself up on these vitamins and minerals that come from these plants so that I can have a more nutrient-dense and rich uh, diet rather than mm-hmm. thinking about, I got to cut this out, I got to cut that out. Naturally, from adding these things, and the outcomes that you receive from adding those things, it will encourage you to make more informed decisions. And like most people, you're going to appreciate much more of the outcomes that come with those things. Oh, we'll I, talk- I, love, I love that. It's just a different way. It's just a mind shift of looking at it in a different, more positive spin um, yes. where it's not like, oh, I got to cut these things out. It's like, I need, I'm going to yeah. add these, which sure. means you're going to cut them out, but it's much, it, it, it helps you get more excited about it or look forward to it or have a more positive attitude towards it. Absolutely. We, we live far too heavily in us in the scarcity mindset, which is probably why so many people are having struggles with the blood pressure, cholesterol, the diabetes, the depression, the anxiety. Think mm-hmm. about the, there are still so many great things that can come towards us. And it truly does take a shift in your mindset to get to that point. Oh, that's awesome. We're going to take a quick break just to tell you a little bit about Monster VoIP. Uh, we started Monster VoIP because, frankly, we were sick and tired of getting gouged by our business phone bills and getting dropped calls. Uh, today, we serve a little over 6,000 customers, and we're passionate about saving businesses money and giving them features that they need in their modern tech stack uh, for today's companies. You can text us at 424 424- 396-6919 if you want to learn more. Uh, today I'm talking with Marcus of Cargo Fitness and we've talked a lot about um, workouts and consistency and how, you know, really getting your physical body in shape does so much more than that um, on so many different levels. And we've covered a lot. Marcus, um, we were talking a lot about the consistency piece. And I just, before, you know, we, 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 um, kind of end it, what are some things that also can help with consistency? Like, you know, a lot of people talk about cheat days or, you know, setting goals. Like, what are some tactical things that people can do? I know we talked about, you know, doing things you enjoy, but what are, what are some other things that really help people stay consistent? Some other things that can help people stay consistent or even become consistent. Oftentimes, we feel motivated throughout certain seasons, particularly January 1st for many people. <laughs> motivation is at its peak. 
yeah. as far as, you know, physical fitness and that being a yeah. value for people. Uh, because we deep down know that it, it helps for us to be healthier and not our best. But anyway, motivation is finite. It's, it's only going to last for so long. It's a very short uh, whipped candle, so to speak. Um, utilize the motivation to move you, get you started. But understand it's going to be your environment and habits that you'll need to maintain the consistency from what you started with the motivation. Long story short, some things you can do to maintain and build your consistency. Go in, treat it as if, just like when you go into work, you have on a uniform. And when it comes to your physical activity, same thing. Have your gym clothes or go out and go buy some gym clothes if you don't have it. And I, I would suggest, you know, a lot of times I see people just kind of put on whatever it is they have around the house. They'll get their rags, their real leisure, casual wear, the shirt with the holes in it, you know, the sweats. That, That's actually know. a style now, right? The, the shirts with <laughs> big holes. <laughs> it really trips me out. You know, you see these, these very, uh, we'll just say porous looking t-shirts and things like that. But actually invest in your health from that standpoint go out and get some really nice gym attire so that you look good you feel good when you're in it and it's going to again encourage that physical activity go get something that's going to make go get some great shoes that are fitting for what you want to do if you want to do powerlifting grab some powerlifting shoes if you want to run some running shoes if you want to bike get some biking or some spin shoes you know actually put together a uniform so that when you put that uniform on you understand i'm getting ready to put in some work through these means one other thing is uh, utilize, leverage society. Hang around people who are physically active. Go mm. to the meet. Start looking at these different classes that you can join. Look at different gyms. Uh, I know right now with the whole COVID thing, the gyms aren't as popular. But when you reach a point where you feel more comfortable in that environment, and if it resonates with you, make that happen. And if not, you still have plenty of options outdoors that you can utilize. Go out on hikes. And actually... You know, this is sort of moving into, I'm putting on a different hat for this, but when you do go out, say hello to people, uh, you know, actually take some time to speak and say hello and build rapport with people. Say hello and show some care because what that's going to do is you're going to start building and forging more relationships with people who are already where you want to be mm -hmm. or are working towards getting to that point. And so that, that holds a certain level of accountability. My times when I've always felt my best as far as my own physical fitness is when I was in a team setting. When I was around people all doing it, for some reason, I was always able to push out a few more reps. I was able to, always able to run a little bit faster. So do not, uh, you know, don't downplay the potency of being in a social environment where everyone is, is doing that. It's, it's going to create this thing called synergy, which mm -hmm. I'm sure you are familiar with. One plus one equals three. For those of you familiar with these seven habits of highly effective people, um, or check it out if you're not. So, yes, taking that time to put on that uniform so that you're ready to get the outcome that you're looking for. Write down your goals. Have accountability partners. Um, mm -hmm. Create an environment even in your home or elsewhere to where it stays in your mind. Listen to more podcasts on it. Follow more fitness pages on your social media, fitness and health. You want to create an environment where you're sort of immersed by the things that you want. The same way you would do it if you wanted 
money, you probably would listen to more people who speak on those things and speak on prosperity. You would, if you wanted more motivation or to create that killer instinct and that burning desire, you might listen to the Tony Robbins and Les Browns, etc. You know, so surround yourself, immerse yourself, and create an environment that allows you to be around that all the time. And you can continue to glean from it all that you can. Mm. Wow. That's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of great tips in there. Um, and Marcus, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Before I let you go, tell people where they can find you online and where they can find out more about Cargol Fitness. I sincerely appreciate that. I'm currently revamping the website, but it is still active. So you can still get a look at it. It's at CargillFitness.com. And again, Cargill is spelled C-A-R-G-I-L-L, CargillFitness.com. You can find me on LinkedIn, which you'll see me on more, Colin. So thank you for that. (laughs) At Marcus Cargill, M-A-R-C-U-S-C-A-R-G-I-L-L. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram, both at Cargill Fitness. And soon you'll see me on YouTube as well. Oftentimes on the social media, I'm posting lots of free content on various exercises that you can do both in the gym, outside the gym. Mm. And I'll drop a little pieces of mindfulness here and there. I encourage you to check out my Instagram stories if you're into music. That's where I like to really show my musical taste. Uh, Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm all around and I'm always happy to help. So please take that time to come out. For those of you who are in the South Bay area, like the Manhattan Beach area, for example, I do uh, free community fit camps. Not a boot camp, but a fit camp, we'll call it. I do those usually on Saturdays at 945 in the morning, sharp. So if you're open to that and you're in the Manhattan Beach area or somewhere close and you'd like to join, I I extend that invitation to you as well, Colin. Feel free. We'll have a good time. All right. Awesome. Thanks so much. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends, and we are listening for your feedback. The show is all about you. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Monster Chats presented by Monster Voip, where we share the tools, methods, and best practices that business leaders use to build new connections, strengthen relationships, and impact sales in organizations of all shapes and sizes. If you have any questions from today's show and want to reach us directly, please text your question to 424-378-6966.